by and large, as we're going about our day-to-day lives, we tend to assume that our own thoughts are valid. We assume our way of thinking about the world is reliable, and there are actually a lot of other assumptions embedded within that. Hello, and welcome to The Joy Within, where we're eliminating negativity one thought at a time. I'm Kyle Greenfield, and I'll be your guide as we explore how to be calm, confident, and happy in our crazy modern world. Join us each week as we dive into some of the biggest ideas in spirituality and personal development. We'll learn what it takes to gain control of your own mind, master your mood, and navigate the many ups and downs along the way. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started so you can become the calm, confident, and happy person you truly deserve to be. Hello, and welcome back to the Joy Within's podcast. Today, I want to talk about the truthiness of our thoughts and how many of our assumptions that we make about our own thoughts can actually be causing us unnecessary pain and struggle, when fundamentally, there's a really simple question that you can ask yourself that most often will alleviate the overwhelming majority of that struggle. But before we talk about how to ask yourself that question, I think it helps to take a hard look at one of the primary assumptions that we make every single day, which is we tend to believe that our own thoughts are true. Take a moment to reflect on that. Generally speaking, we tend to believe the thoughts that we think are true. We tend to trust in our own thoughts, our own narratives about the world around us. Now, obviously, there are some exceptions to this. Sometimes we might think something that we know we're just playing with an idea. Or sometimes we're actively questioning and learning, and we know that as we're learning, we haven't figured it out yet. We might not know the right answer. And we know that our thoughts might not be true, because we know we might not yet have the whole picture. But by and large, as we're going about our day-to-day lives, we tend to assume that our own thoughts are valid. We assume our way of thinking about the world is reliable, and there are actually a lot of other assumptions embedded within that. For example, we assume that information that we have learned in the past, what we were taught when we were younger, what we have known our whole lives, is true. We assume that the way that we think about that information, the logical deductions and inferences that we make, is correct. And we assume that the thoughts that we're thinking about that subject are relevant and that they're important. And these are just a few examples of the types of assumptions that we are constantly running, unconsciously, behind our everyday thoughts. Now, as a quick aside, I believe that it's not actually those assumptions that cause us pain. It's actually our attachment to those assumptions. But that's a whole other can of worms, so for today, I just want to stick to the truthiness of these narratives. And I use that word truthiness because it allows us a little more leeway around what we consider to be true. Most of the time, we think of truth as something binary. Either a statement is true, or it isn't. But for today, I'm talking about a sense of truth that is more subjective, more personal, such that your individual perception of what is or is not true is more important than the hard facts or fictions of a thought. Hence, truthiness. I hope that makes sense. I know that this can be a bit heady, so let's look at an example. 
So we tend to believe our thoughts are true. What does that mean? So this is a real example that I was working on with someone the other day. A project at their work wasn't going well, and everyone on their team was trying to point fingers at everyone else. And this person was dreading what would happen when the boss found out. She said something along the lines of, I just know that when I tell her, the boss, she'll get pissed off and chew me out. And this person had been repeating that thought to herself over and over for days, and it was really stressing her out. But if we could step back from it for a second, we can ask, is that thought actually true? Well, maybe, but it's loaded with assumptions. So break it down. Do you actually know the boss will be mad? No, you don't. You're making that up. You have no idea how someone will respond to anything. And most of the time, the way they respond has nothing to do with you. You have no idea what else is going on in their lives, what happened that morning, or anything else. So, a quick example of this. My wife and I just got home from vacation last week, and we got home to find that we had fungus gnats. Now, if you've ever had these, they're these tiny little flies that live in your houseplants, and they're an absolute nuisance. They're a huge pain to get rid of. And Facebook must have heard us talking about them, because it then showed me a meme that said, Be kind to everyone. You don't know their battles. They might be dealing with fungus gnats at home. And obviously, since I had fungus gnats, that really hit home with me. But anyway, the point is, you have no idea how someone will respond, or what the real cause of that response is. The boss might be angry because she's fighting fungus gnats at home. Or she might be elated because she finally got rid of them. And nothing you tell her is going to kill that joy. You just don't know. So is the thought, my boss is going to be angry, actually true? No, it's not. At the very least, you don't know that it's true. Even if there have been similar situations in the past, and the boss has erupted, you still don't know that it's true now. It's a story you've made up, but assume will be true. And that story is causing you stress, not the actual situation in front of you. This is an important distinction, and a core part of what we teach in Happiness University. And you can take this a step further, because even if the boss does become upset, you don't actually know that they'll take it out on you. Again, it's an assumption, a story. Do you actually know that it's true? No, you don't. But in this example, this person's unconscious assumption that her own thoughts are true in this case, had basically ruined her week. Her assumptions, her inner stories, caused her a ton of unnecessary stress and worry. Inner growth doesn't have to be difficult. You just need a plan. You need clear actions that you can take so that whatever life throws at you, you have the ability to respond from the highest version of yourself. When you join Happiness University, you'll get that plan. With clear insights, simple actions, and expert guidance to support you every step along the way. It's free to get started, so head over to thejoywithin.org, log into Happiness University, and become the calm, confident, and happy person you truly deserve to be. So just asking that question, 
is this thought actually true, can go a long way towards helping you become aware of and ultimately to release this inner struggle. Another way to phrase this question, which I love, is from Byron Katie. If you don't know Byron Katie, she has a process called The Work, which I really recommend. She always says, do you absolutely know that it's true? And personally, I love that wording, because we very rarely know anything absolutely. So I think it helps point us towards the assumptions that we're making, so we can clarify how those hidden assumptions are actually causing us pain. So just ask, do you absolutely know that it's true? Well, no. For most thoughts, you don't. Asking the question reframes the way you process your own thoughts. And we make these assumptions all of the time. I think one of the biggest categories of thoughts that we make assumptions about are our judgments. Judgments about ourselves, other people, and the world around us. Every time that we think something shouldn't be the way that it is, or that it should be different, we mask those assumptions about what it is that we really believe to be true. But this type of truthiness is definitely subjective. Judgments are not facts. They represent your perspective. They point you towards your beliefs, but they are not actually true in any firm sense of the word. This is easier to recognize with some judgments more so than others. For example, I shouldn't eat too much cake is, yes, obviously personal, obviously subjective. And I think most of us would agree that it's no one else's business how much cake I eat, and it's not my business how much cake someone else eats. It's simple. It's easy. But they get harder when you say, my partner should earn more money, or should work harder, or clean the house, or be more respectful. You can fill in your own blank here. These thoughts about your partner can be harder. You're closer to them. So it's more difficult to see how you're imposing your own personal truthiness onto the situation. Unconsciously, your assumption of truth is stronger. And you can take this even further. Some ideas can be so universally accepted, so widely repeated, that recognizing that they are beliefs, not facts, can be incredibly challenging. For example, statements like, murder should be illegal, or we shouldn't pollute our planet, are so strong that they appear to be facts. But do you actually know that they're true? No, they are beliefs. Now note that I'm not trying to argue for or against anything here. The point is not about whether or not any of these hidden assumptions are good or bad. That would be yet another judgment. The point is, how often are you creating unnecessary pain, unnecessary stress and negativity in your life, simply because you're assuming that the thoughts that you're thinking are true, when more often than not, your thoughts are just stories that you've been telling yourself over and over and over again, often for decades. I don't expect you to just take my word for it. I want you to try this out for yourself. So the next time you feel stress or negativity, look at the thought that you're thinking and just ask yourself, is that thought actually true? If you can just ask that one question, honestly, with receptivity, 
you might be surprised at how quickly you start to release some of the stories that you've been telling yourself. And if you want to go deeper, identifying and releasing these inner stories is one of the core skills that you will learn in our Foundations Workshop, which is part of our Happiness University membership, our online learning platform here at The Joy Within. So for now, just start to notice your thoughts, start questioning them, and then when you're ready, head over to Happiness University, where we'll show you how to gain control of those stories so that you can become calm, confident, and happy on your terms, no matter what. Thanks for listening to today's episode. When you're ready to put these ideas to work in your own life, head over to thejoywithin.org and sign up for Happiness University. When you do, you'll have access to all of the tools and strategies you need to eliminate negative thoughts by tuning in to The Joy Within. You can follow a simple step-by-step system to become the calm, confident, and happy person you deserve to be. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started today. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with someone you love, because I think we can all use a little more joy in our crazy modern world.